Alrighty then. <clears throat> you guys know the deal. You know my theory. And with that theory, essentially comes a bunch of crap. I'm just gonna like list out some predictions. I probably won't even go into the why behind any of them, but maybe I will. And um, maybe I'll mention one of the one or two other societal trends I've noticed. Um, okay, my first and biggest prediction that I've been toying with is in the next ten years. Although I'm probably being overzealous, and will probably be more like twenty or thirty years. I believe the federal age of consent in the United States of America will drop to 16 years old. I won't really get too far into why. I have all sorts of reasons why I think that. But I will just say this, that currently, state by state, the age of consent ranges from 16 to 18 here. With a lot of states being, I'd say the most states being 16 and 18, and then some of them being 17. New York State, 17. Washington, D.C., 16, Vermont, 16, some other states. It doesn't really matter right now. And I think this is largely just fueled by, you know, the way the Epstein stuff ended. I think I think they're going to have to lower the age of consent, basically. I won't really get too far into why, like I said. But also, I think at this point, you know, rape will still be rape. And I think at this point, given how the Internet exposes people to stuff, probably most people would believe that a 16-year-old can consent or not consent to sex. But anyway, that's just a prediction I have. We'll see what happens. And, you know, currently in Europe, age of consents range from, like, 14 to, I think, like, 18, with the average being pretty sturdily 16. So I basically think we'll just get on that, that system. A lot of countries in Europe have a system in place as well where if you're, like, a teacher or if you're anyone in a position of influence, like a tutor or, you know, the principal or a coach, the age of consent is higher. So, like, maybe instead of 16, it's then 18. Just any position where you could, like, spend a lot of time essentially coercing them. Okay, so that's the first prediction. My second prediction. Oh, yeah, my second prediction is just animals. I think that we're going to see a lot. I've said most of this stuff before, I think. We're going to see a lot more wild animals domesticating themselves. I think they've kind of started to figure out what it is that we humans are doing. And I think most of them realize if, they're, if they play nice, they'll get a lot of food. So I think you're going to see a lot more videos of, like, you know, like a bear just domesticating itself on, like, Reddit or, or YouTube or TikTok or wherever people post that type of video. Or, you know, an owl or I don't know why it doesn't need to be an owl. I think it'll start with mammals, personally, but I don't really know. Those are a couple pet theories. Nothing too crazy, but I think stuff that's on the horizon, for sure. Um, I'll throw this one out there. Uh, when we got moved off the gold standard, we did trade gold for nothing, which is interesting. I won't get into that one today, though. But just something I thought of earlier when I was speaking to my brother... Because uh, somebody still has that gold, and that gold still has value, and it may even have value that we aren't really aware of, right? We don't really know. We know we like gold, and we know it's, you know, very useful for a lot of things. 
maybe there's some stuff about it that uh, is left to be discovered. And either way, it's still pretty valuable. And it's not like the gold that the gold standard was based on disappeared when we got off the gold standard. Somebody has it. So it's just kind of funny because they kind of just traded nothing for all of the gold, which is funny. I'm sure it wasn't so direct. I'm sure it's much more political and red taped and, you know, one influence against another influence and stuff. But anyway. But yeah, the main thing really is just that, you know, I think the more stuff you make, the better at this point. I think my theory about friendships essentially going to be moving to like one way fan relationships almost exclusively or not almost exclusively, but, you know, at this point, probably largely like maybe maybe 20 to 40 percent of your relationships will just be people that are either fans of you're a fan of or fans of you that it'll just not be weird to be a, have these very one-sided relationships where you follow someone because you're their friend but they don't follow you they're just someone you follow you know what i mean so if any of you love me <laughs> then here's more for you you know what i mean um i'm on board with this because i don't really like people anymore but i do still see the value in connecting with you all and i think i have a lot of information a lot of people would like but for me on an individual level, it's very hard to spend time with people. So I actually am looking forward to this. If it's if it's happening, I think it's happening. But all this stuff, like the time scale is so tech dependent. Because to really hit a level with that, it's going to have to be because of tech. But I think these societal trends are happening anyway. If you're a hot girl, here's a good tip for you. If you're listening to this as it comes out. Uh, baby blue, sky blue, cornflower blue, isn't that a color? Teal blue, tank tops. That's the sexy thing right now. I've been noticing it. If you're a girl, you're probably on that shit. Cornflower blue. Yeah, basically that. Kind of not, though. More teal. Maybe turquoise. Teal blue. Yep, it's more teal blue. Turquoise. I would say it's more teal blue than turquoise. But it might be some shade of turquoise as well. Robin egg blue. How about that? Anyway, I've been seeing a lot of those. What do they call them? Tube tops? Very sexy. That's about to be a nice color. No, the tube tops are, are not what I'm thinking of. These have straps. That's funny, a tube top is just because it's literally a tube. Strapless, tight top. That's funny. Makes sense. <laughs> they really should start inventing male fashion where it's just like part of the dick is swelling and stuff. They really gotta do that. I don't know, maybe these hot boys now do that. You know what I mean? I'm not a hot boy anymore, I don't know what the current hot boy trends are, but I bet you that that'll be a thing. <sighs> or I know the hot boys are wearing crop tops to show off their abs, right? Is that still going on? So, maybe that's the equivalent. Anyway, I'm back on Artix Entertainment. I don't know if any of y'all played that. I used to play those games all the time. They were all... And now that I'm an adult kind of come back to them it's weird they like just have all the same games they've always had except now they also have adventure quest 3d which is very cool of them and uh i tell you 
they're still great games. This is in no way a dig against that team. I bet you that team is, like, kick-ass. You know, I don't know how many people they have, but I bet they work hard. I'm sure they do. No diss to them. Obviously, I'm a big fan. That's why I'm being such a bitch about my description of them. But I am a huge fan of these guys. But yeah, these <laughs> games, I mean, I don't know if part of it is that times have changed a lot and the games haven't. Or just when I was a kid, the world was so different to me. But they're not bad. They're still very good, particularly considering they're free. They're very good. But I remember them being a lot better as a kid. I think when you're a kid, stuff can hold your attention easier, too, you know? Because I definitely think about, like, check this out. Everything is just like, you know, like I say, it's a survival algorithm. But let's take that a step back. Just maybe go one, one or two layers above that. And what is what is entertainment? What is entertaining to us? And it's essentially whatever that balance of stimuli. You know, you need a, basically as much stimuli as possible without getting lost, and that's what you'll find entertainment entertaining. So obviously, as a kid, it would be easier for more things to entertain you because your threshold is lower for what's you know. About everything is a ton of stimuli, pretty much, and you can watch stuff that's like would now be considered boring to you. And be very entertained by it because it's, you know, it's at your skill level, essentially, in terms of the ability to internalize stimuli. So, you know, but this this uh, Adventure Quest world, of course, that was very, very cool. And I really, more so, I got really into to, uh, Dragon Fable. I did play Adventure Quest, but when Dragon Fable came out, then I was like, oh, they've cracked the damn code. This game rules. Then, though, when Adventure Quest Worlds came out, I did largely switch to that. So I've been playing Adventure Quest Worlds again. Yeah, I mean, I just remember being basically in middle school and playing, like, Adventure Quest Worlds, seeing friends online. So weird, but it was cool. We were all nerds, you know, we liked fantasy and stuff. I think the idea of the nerd has changed so much that probably that's best normal shit now, which is cool. But back then it was quite a nerdy move to uh, say that you liked fantasy. Back then they'd call you gay <laughs> and, uh, and beat you up or whatever they did. They didn't really beat me up. My school was small. Nobody in my school was like that, but people around around life, you know. All the machos. Guys still do macho stuff now, like lie about penis size. I keep thinking about that episode I put out where I said my penis was five inches, and I'm like, is that true? Is it? Is it a little more? Is it not? I don't know. But then I'm like, nah, like literally every dude adds like at least an inch or two to their measurement. And, you know, when I would describe that's that was me just being truly honest. But when I would normally describe it in a group of bros, you know, I'd be like, it's like six, it's like six, maybe six, six a little more inches. It's like, yeah, it's probably five. It's probably five on the dot. I don't know. Honestly, I might have I might have undersold it just to like be modest. But if it's if it's more than five, it would really only be like five point one. Nothing, nothing more. I do know it's not under though. Um. Yeah, obviously, dudes still lie about that. That's the funny thing about that is I keep thinking about it. I'm like, it's gonna come back to haunt me, because everyone's gonna be like, your dick's fucking tiny, bro. But then I'm like, who really cares? Does that really matter? I think it does. I think girls will not have sex with you if there's a rumor that, that you have a small penis. 
Of course, women are the biggest perpetuators of homophobia, but they know that. They understand that. I'm not coming for you guys. I'm just mentioning it. Um, you know, guys don't care about that stuff at all. They just care that girls care. <laughs> it's so funny. Guys would probably suck each other's dicks if girls didn't care about that stuff just to blow your friend for the boys. The boys are important to most dudes. I know they were to me before all this crap went down. Changed my perception of people and friendships and stuff. The boys were everything. Kind of. I had I had I had a pretty like multi-gendered friend group. But I love my boys too, so you know. And of course there is something about hanging something different about hanging with the boys, and it's not like a mystery what's different. The difference is the, that there are, is no physical barrier. You can be basically as physical as you want with the boys. And that just makes everything easier and more fun and more worth your time. You know, I've said this before, but, you know, girls are like, why doesn't he want to hang out with me? And it's like, because he can't hit you, like, straight up. That's why, because he cannot hit you. And I don't mean abuse you physically. I mean, he can't tackle you and run into you and bump you and punch you in the stomach as a joke. If he could do that, I'm sure he might want to hang out if he could do that without you complaining, I'm sure he'd, all he'd want to do is hang out with you. But he can't. Don't don't take a bunch of hits just to like get some guy to hang out with you. That's not what I'm suggesting. But that's really what it is, truthfully. In that stereotypical "why doesn't he want to hang out with me" thing, it's like he can't he can't hit you, and he can't say "cunt" around you without you know you getting upset and all that stupid stuff. I mean, honestly, I, I get it, because I get that it's hard to be a woman, and I'm sure if I was in their shoes, I'd be just as sensitive. And, of course, I'm, you know, the most sensitive motherfucker on some level about my own stuff. But, you know, they're certainly not chill. Any any claim of them being chill by them would be false. Um, but I understand that it's because of circumstance. I ain't, I ain't here to call you guys out or anything. The craziest thing, of course, is everyone thinks that everything is, like, very personal, and I, I, I totally get it. I used to do the same thing, and I think I still do on a lot of levels. But the truth of everything is, like, it's almost entirely because of circumstance, and whether that circumstance is fate, chance, you know, divine intervention, nothing, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's still essentially circumstance. I mean, I was talking to my sister, too, and, like, just about the idea that, like, you know, empathy is almost entirely a, a result of circumstance. I mean, this whole empathy wave that happened in America, it's like, you guys are going to laugh your fucking ass off when you finally realize how stupid you are. And that's not because you're being babies. It's because everyone in America is literally a fucking supervillain just based on how they live compared to the rest of, like, most of the world. Not, probably not most of the world population-wise, I guess. Probably not surface area-wise, although on some level, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of parts of the world that things are so different than here. I won't go on this rant, because I always do. And the truth is, like, what am I doing about it? Nothing, I'm just saying it. But I do think saying it is important, because I want people to be aware of it. But yeah, man, people in America have it so fucking good, they have no idea. And so you could sit around and try to not be racist, or whatever it is you're trying to do these days, but it's like... Boy, you're still a super. You're straight up a supervillain. <laughs> and saying I didn't know isn't gonna save you if the guillotine ever comes for you from the third world. Won't save me either. But you know, people don't want to. People don't want to mess with each other like that. They just want to take care of themselves. So 
I think that'll probably be more likely how it'll go. They'll just things will start to get better slowly everywhere, as they have, as they have for centuries now, if not more. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have anything else. Uh, I'll probably put this up as is. Um, I'll release it as a podcast app if I can. I'm just kind of lazy these days, so this might be a YouTube only because I record it as a video. It's basically just going to be a matter of if my podcast distributor will accept audio, video files as audio input. Because I could obviously take it into live and export it, but fuck it. Who cares? You know, certainly not me. I do not care enough for that. All right. I'll catch you guys another time. See ya. Love ya.